Come, Holy Spirit, come by the most powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. We've come to the end and really to the culmination of the liturgical year. So we celebrate this final Sunday of this liturgical year and beginning Advent next Sunday. And today, as every year, uh, we honor and acknowledge and recognize the kingship of Christ. It's the solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the universe, where we profess our, our faith and we remind ourselves that Jesus is truly King of all that exists of all that was, of all that is, of all that will be, that he is king and Lord of all things. And this is true for him both as God and as man. Right? As God, right, he is the, the author and the creator of the universe, of all that exists. We heard St. Paul speak about that in the second reading, that, that through Jesus, right, all things came into being and that all things are sustained in him. But also as man, he has rightfully won this title of king because he is the redeemer of all creation. He is the redeemer of all humanity. He is the savior of the entire human race. By giving his life on the cross, he won this right of kingship. And as St. Paul went on to say, uh, he is the head of the church. And so both as God and as man, we acknowledge the rightful kingship of Christ over all creation, of all that exists. And it is a kingship that entails absolute authority, absolute authority, and absolute power and dominion over all that is. And this is one of the things that would distinguish the kingship of Christ between kind of just an earthly king or queen, right? No human, no... A uh, solely human being could have absolute authority over all people, all nations, all countries, all languages, all times, all cultures. But that is the authority that Christ has. And it is an absolute authority and power to rule and govern all that exists. Now, I think it can be helpful for us to reflect upon on this day to what extent am I truly living under the kingship of Christ? To what extent am I truly, really acknowledging his absolute authority over every aspect of my life? Because there is no part of our life that is not meant to be under the authority and the rule of Christ the King. This is really just another way of speaking about what it means to be a Christian, what it means to be a disciple. To be a disciple of Christ is to acknowledge his kingship and his rightful authority over my life and to strive to be living under that and submitting to him and serving him as king in his kingdom. Because when we serve Christ, we also reign with him in this life and in the next, but we have to truly acknowledge his kingship. And so I want to offer for us this morning kind of an examination of conscience about different ways in which we can examine our life and ask ourselves honestly, is Jesus truly king 
of this part of my life. And I came up with just kind of a list that, that came to me. I'm sure each of you could come up with your own list. But this is a way that we can kind of know ourselves a little bit better and know where we can grow. Now, none of us live this perfectly. We all have areas of our life where we're still holding on to control. But we're called to let Christ be in control without exception over every part of our life. So I just offer these for your own examination and reflection. Is Jesus truly king of your time? Of how you spend your time? Of what you spend your time on? Is he truly king of your schedule? Of your day and of your week and your month and your year? Is he truly king of this aspect of our life? We have this limited resource of time. We tend to kind of use it as we see fit but to truly surrender that to Christ and to let him be the king of our time and use it in the way that he asks of us. And I think one aspect that this is particularly important is when it comes to prayer. Am I acknowledging the kingship of Christ over my time by setting some of it aside for him and for him alone? Am I recognizing practically the claim that he has on my time and giving a portion of that to him uh, to grow in my relationship with him, to acknowledge his kingship in my life? I think this is also particularly important for us to reflect upon when it comes to Sunday. Right? The Lord has given us six days for kind of the ordinary work of life, but he has reserved Sunday for himself. It is the Lord's day. It belongs to him. It doesn't belong to us to do with whatever we want. Rather, we're called to spend Sunday especially in the way that the Lord has revealed he wants us to spend it. Part of that is coming to Mass, but that's not all of it. The other part of keeping holy the Lord's day is abstaining from unnecessary work that would distract from the rest that the Lord wants us to experience and would be contrary to his commandment. And so we need to truly honor the Lord every day with our time, but especially on Sunday. And this then kind of ties in, I think, to some extent with, is Jesus truly king of your work? Is he truly king of your job, of your business, of your career, of the things that you feel like you have to be doing? Do you allow Jesus to direct your work in, in the spirit in which you enter into it, in the generosity and the honesty and the diligence that you engage in the work that God has entrusted to you? Because it's not ultimately for you, it's for him. And we're called to serve his will and his kingdom through our work. Is Jesus truly king of your finances? and how you spend your money, and what you spend your money on, and how much you give to the church, or to the poor, or to charity, or to help out a neighbor in need? Do you practically recognize and acknowledge that your money is not yours? It belongs to God. It has come from Him, and we're called to use it for His kingdom, and to acknowledge Him 
as our Lord? Do you recognize Jesus as king of your intellect, of your thoughts, of your opinions, of your judgments, your beliefs? Do you fully submit to all of his teachings and the teachings of his church? Do we give him the rightful claim to tell us what is true? And do we assent to that with our intellect and our judgments and and our opinions and beliefs? Is Jesus truly king of your will, of the things that you desire and pursue and the choices that you make? Are they being ordered towards serving him and doing his will? Is Jesus king of your freedom, right? Of this incredible ability that God has given us to some extent to direct the course of our life and and what our life looks like. Are we using that for our own interests or for the interests of Christ, acknowledging him as our king and using our freedom to serve him? Is Jesus king of your body? Do you recognize your body as his temple? Right? The New Testament tells us that our body does not belong to us. It belongs to the Lord. And we're called to glorify and honor God in our body. And this could have to do with perhaps, you know, our our eating and our drinking and how we take care of our body and how we view our body as holy and sacred to the Lord. Is Jesus king of your sexuality and how you live and embrace that sexuality that comes from God that is a gift that he's created us as male or female, but to be used according to his will and his plan and not our own. And this is true whether we're married or single or priests, we're all called to chastity according to our vocation and state in life. Is Jesus truly king of your marriage? in how your marriage is structured, and in how you love and serve your spouse? Is Jesus at the heart of your marriage? And are you striving to live out his teachings and the teachings of his church? Is Jesus truly king of your family? Is he king of your home? And as a family, are you striving to honor and serve and recognize him as king? If you're retired... Is Jesus king of your retirement? Are you using that time of your life uh, to give back to him and to serve him in the way that he is calling you to? Is Jesus king of your entertainment? The things that you watch, the things that you listen to, what you do on the internet or on your phone. And are those things truly serving Christ? Are they glorifying and honoring him? And lastly, is Jesus king of your language, the words that you use, of how you speak, of how you speak to others, of how you speak about others? And this is actually just kind of a a short list. We could go on and on and on and examine every single aspect of our life and honestly ask ourselves, is Jesus king? Am I striving to honor and recognize and serve him? with my entire life. As I mentioned, none of us do this perfectly. We all fall short. That's why we can rejoice in the mercy of God. But if we wish to be Christians in truth, we must be striving each day to acknowledge more and more the kingship and authority of Christ over our life without exception. This has real consequences in this life and in the next. 
Because to the extent that there's some aspects of our life that we're holding on to, that we want to be in control of, that we won't let Jesus be king over, to that extent, we will experience fear and anxiety and doubt and despair and discouragement and anger and frustration and judgment and a lack of peace in those areas of our life where we won't let Jesus be king. But on the other hand, to the extent that we fully surrender to Christ as our king, we will experience what he came to offer us, what he promised to give us, life to the full, a share in his joy, his peace, his love. But we cannot have those blessings on our terms. We can only have them on his. And his terms are that we acknowledge him without exception as our rightful king. This also has consequences for our eternal life. If we're settling for kind of the, the illusion of being Christian in name only, where we, we might acknowledge Christ as king, but we're kind of not letting him rule over our life. Jesus actually speaks about this in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 7. He speaks about those who call him Lord, but don't do his will, the will of his father which is, again, what it means to acknowledge him as king, is to strive to do his will. To those who fail to do that intentionally, Jesus says this in Matthew 7, 23, And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you evildoers. Right? If we freely choose to not acknowledge Christ as king, then we cannot be citizens of his kingdom in heaven. But again, the opposite uh, is likewise encouraging because to those who do strive to serve him and do his will and acknowledge him as their king, Jesus says this, well done, good and faithful servant. Come share your master's joy. 